Goddamn problem officers. Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the show where we discuss the movie Trading Places one minute at a time. You know the drill. Uh, my name is Tom Taylor, and I am here with my buddies, one of whom is Mike DiMaria. Hello, yes, Mike. The, the TP Minute. Yeah, the TP Minute. Take that as you will. Uh, and then we also have uh, Dan Lewis over here, my other buddy. I've got two buddies. This is the other one, Dan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dan just woke up. Early. He I just up woke up. Forgot to yeah, do the time, time zone conversion. I'm are you sure. in? Are you home right now, or are you on the road someplace? I'm home. And that's why you messed up the time. I'm home. No. Oh, you're home. Oh, okay. no, oh it was, just a really a, basic time zone mess. mess no, up. it okay. was a it was a communic. I, I see what he was doing, and and he said, "Can we do 10:30, meaning his time?" Yeah, but Which usually really he's meant... spot on about that, and, yeah, he, and he gives everything true. in Chicago. Yeah, it was, time. It was a. It was That's a clean why I want to stick with my 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 mistake because I don't want to start creating a situation where we have to ask about it. This is what happens to a person who yeah. does time, screws up the time zone. Yeah, it's right. no big deal. I, I don't want to start doubting I, you more than I already do, Dan. No, mm. I thought it was a after. Slope. I, I thought of asking ten thirty your time, or do you mean ten thirty? But nah, I did the I same ask. thing. I had the same thought. I just said, We're okay, here. I'll have him get up. Dan's a rock. Saturday. He knows. If he says Howie 1030, Howie he means 1030 rock. Best tailgunner in the outfit. He's Howie up. He's, uh, he's up. He's drinking coffee out of a Bell's pint glass. Mm-hmm. He's got his monogrammed robe on. <laughs> yeah, Charles Eustace. Uh, Ulysses. Oh, Eustace is with an E. Uh, no, yeah, and also the U uh, in the middle on a monogram is the last name. That's so. true. Well, depending on how you do it, but yeah, that's true. You're right. It's usually the largest, right? Is it the largest? Not script? on the. It's, it's big in the middle, and that's the last name. Not and, on the yeah. Taylor family seal, but in in the other in the in the Underwood <laughs> family seal it, it is. The case. Yeah. mine's just a bunch of gumdrops thrown at the thing. Doesn't spell anything. Doesn't Tom seem like he should have he should have grown up with a with a crest, a family crest? Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, and I just don't know. They didn't. They didn't trust me with uh with that information. When my dad dies, crest. it'll be passed on to me, and I'll go. Oh, oh yeah, we did have one. Fancy. Hey, speaking of fancy, we're at the Heritage Club, and uh, and oh, yeah. uh, Agent Orange is being chased around by cops. Uh, at the beginning of uh, minute eighteen, he crawls out from under the table he was hiding under, and we get that shot that was in all the trailers for this movie with Eddie Murphy, lots of police guns pointing at his head, saying, "Is there a problem, officers?" And then Why'd he, you call um, him Agent Orange? That's because the only name we have for him so far. Oh, he identified him himself that? as Agent Orange. He calls he himself, himself Agent Orange. Agent Orange. Oh, that, was his, that was his code name in the, back in the night. Oh, yeah. I th- yeah. And, um, you would think but, I'm watching this a minute at a time. <laughs> you would think that we would record all of these all at once in one day. Uh, and they're all fresh in our minds. Now, what's the uh, shot then he comes reminiscent? A, what's the well, shot no, reminiscence of? You're going to be mad at me later when I when I haven't finished my, uh, my, my bookends. All right, do your bookends. All right. <laughs> but then he's under arrest. Lewis wants to press full charges. And Randolph starts questioning uh, Eddie Murphy. I'll call him Eddie Murphy now. About uh, about his background. Mm-hmm. Now what do you want to say? It was Mike? more than bookends, by the way. That was a whole run. Yeah, that was a little too much. I'm trying what? to paint a picture of like a summary of what we're going to be doing. And that's fine. Today. Just don't call it bookends because that's not what it was. Yeah. Mike calls it bookends. I'm speaking his language. What's this, what's this shot reminiscence of when he rolls over and they put the guns on him? All the guns. It's going to be something, something. from Stripes, Raising no, Arizona. No, we did a, we did a whole uh, fucking oh. podcast on it. Oh, Blues, Blues Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousand M16s pointed at him. Yeah. Boom, 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 bo
Oh, and then he's swinging his hips in the jail in two seconds That's later. Right. It's a little oh, too yeah. many guns like that close to the face for someone who's not an actual threat. Yeah. That's the point. Right. Yes. You'd think sometimes it, it, it gives the impression that sometimes cops will uh, go a little too far. Yes. They might be a little overzealous. Um, I was worried about the doorman uh, being overzealous and his um, trying to call the cops and assuming that Eddie Murphy was, was guilty right away and wondering if that was just his job. We also see, I can't tell if it's Ezra, our buddy from before, but there's another, there's a black elderly butler in the background of the shot. And do we think he fully assumes that Eddie Murphy is guilty or is he just going to keep quiet and, uh, you know, he hates what's going on here, but he's just going to keep his mouth shut. I think, I think he's going to have to. I guess so. Yeah. I don't think he. I, I don't. I think he's just <clears throat> doing his job. I don't think it's his job to worry about it. Fair enough. Tom's very Fair interested enough. in this dynamic. Yeah, uh, yeah it's boring I, me to tears. I think he's got a job. He's all on a Dan. I can tell by Dan's reactions. He probably thinks that Eddie Murphy is being mis- mistreated. But he's not yes. going to say anything about it. He's got a good job at the old Heritage Club. He's not going to. That is true. He's got a sweet gig. happens all the time. Jobs. Leads. He's not going to give up that five bucks just to someone, stand up for some stranger. Someone tried to steal my pickup truck mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And I did. I When the guy was. When I was uh, filling out the uh, report online. And the guy was working on the fixing it back there. I wanted to fill out in the report. I wanted to be like, do you guys got any leads? <laughs> the think how many times that they hear that? Leads. I wonder if leads. they get asked that a lot now. We got them working in leads. shifts. Yeah, we got them working in shifts. Boys I'll tell the then. boys not at the crime lab. <laughs> leads. <laughs> leads. I think uh, a great sucks. movie, Raising Arizona. Yeah. Um, no, that's, I uh, hate that your truck got messed with. I don't like it. That's, That's been not messed with. Raising you know, everybody's car gets messed. Leads. Oh, not raising. Big Lebowski. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm. I'm not. Directors. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, you know, the car. Everybody's car gets messed with. You know. It was your so. turn, I guess. It's flying but a little too close. No one to the seems to line. care. I guess that that's just going to keep happening forever. It's a liberal wasteland. It's Biden's America. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with. That's what they're saying. So, you know, you hey, do you it. as a? I, I, I'll uh, go on a, record as saying I don't think this particular thing is Joe Biden's fault. Well, I understand. I but agree I will with say, you fully. But I will <laughs> say that it will. It, it it's you know, it's it it angers you as this stuff continues, and you're just like, yeah. what yeah. are we doing here? Um, speaking like in, in the interest of since we're recording these probably years before we release them and in the interest of keeping this as an interesting time capsule machine podcast instead of a trading places podcast do you dan have any friends who have a vested interest in the writer's strike since you are in the uh, yeah. comedy world or the actor's strike for that matter yeah there's some people that i i know not but not super well that have like moved to la and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they have they have some uh they have some interest in it. I don't really. I've really been following it that much, to be honest. It's not. It's one of those yeah. things I feel like I should know a little more about, but I don't. Yeah. I don't really. I know it has to do with AI and stuff, doesn't it? But partially. Okay. Yeah. I think now just it does. getting paid properly in the streaming era. Mm-hmm. Era. And that was an yeah. issue not that long ago too, with another strike, right? Wasn't there another um, Screen Actors Guild strike not too long ago related to? Uh, streaming services payouts. It might have been. 
I think these things come up every three years or something like that. That's what the contracts are for. And then when they fail the next three years, they okay. strike again. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <clears throat> I was only th- I saw a thing that like Sarah Silverman was saying like hey there are, there are independent productions that are still going on with writers and actors and stuff um, that are not part of like the actual literal strike against the major studios but she's angry about that because that seems like a scab thing to her I don't know it's all yeah very it's kind of hard to get any sort of empathy for it because it's Hollywood writers. You know, and it's just, I, well, it's, I think I think that's the misconception. I think yeah. what they're saying is, hey, these people can't pay their mortgage. They can't. They you, you see somebody writing for like you know some huge sitcom or or crime drama or something, and you're like, hey, they're sitting in the catbird seat. But in fact, the way the whole business is structured now, they're screwed and they can barely make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's no longevity to their careers or anything like that. Yeah, right. so tough. But there's but the point is is there's a lot of people in that same situation in other fields. That's oh, where sure. you fucking Uber on the weekends and you do other jobs. Mm-hmm. But they need that time to think about their things and work out their character sketches. Fuck them. Get another job. <laughs> you know? Put a fucking Uber sticker on your car and hit that shit till four in the morning. Right, make make $400 extra on a weekend. Move the fuck out of a place where it costs $5,000 to live in a one-room apartment. <laughs> yeah, telecommute to Hollywood. Yeah, turn some tricks on the weekend. Hang out at the Tenderloin. <laughs> Do what you got to do. Don't fucking complain about it. And Sarah Silverman Rules. yapping her mouth about it. They're all millionaires. Who do they care? I'm sure by they the time care. this is aired, uh, the strike has been settled. And maybe some of your points are uh, part of the new contract. No, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. The contract is that you have to turn <laughs> tricks on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, turn tricks on the weekend. But you dental care in exchange weekend. for dental care. What's that, what's that, uh, what's that rant by, uh, by uh, Jack Nicholson? When Put he's it talking. between oh, and, uh, yeah. get, a, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> you want some I'm exercise? out there in the jungle yeah. eight hours a day. Yeah. You want an extra 20? Where the fuck is my Clean the home? room. Open the windows. <laughs> get some goddamn fresh air in here. <laughs> That's, That's why you can't breathe. The goddamn place smells like a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> but That's, I don't uh, want to get a job. I'm out of the that's jungle. A carnal knowledge. Carnal yeah. knowledge. It's a good yeah. movie. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I wish I should probably read up on the strike a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. You need to be a friend to your fellow uh, performers and uh, creators, Dan. <clears throat> the hell's the matter with you? Doesn't it also, seem aren't like you worried in about France... all the movies in the pipeline that'll never come out? You're not going to find out what happens in the MCU. You're not worried about that. Go ahead, Dan. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I don't Dan. know. I mean, yeah. I'd be I'd be fine if they just stopped making movies. <laughs> I'm good. If they with just it. stopped completely making movies and then. That'd be kind a of amazing. person could only make a movie if they were like, I, I, I just want to make this movie, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, Everything I'm gonna to use my equipment and crowdsource it and just try to yeah. make a movie. That if if that were the only movies that existed, I'd be perfectly happy. But what's the other side of it, though? What's the other? I mean, what are the what are the demands that the, the union has? I mean, this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't mining. They're not in mines. They're not, right. you know, they're, what are the demands that the unions put on the, I'm playing a devil's advocate, and, uh, on the mm-hmm. studios? Mm-hmm. Because I, I went to, I'll give a great example. I went to our convention this past July. We had yeah. trunks of stuff that we, we shipped over there to set up booths. And we were told, you cannot touch those. Even though they're right oh, there, right. I have to wait for somebody, for a union person to come right. and move that over here. Mm-hmm. Another person then opens it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'm like, well, the booth is not built yet. Oh, they're building it now. And then they stop every 15 minutes to have a break. 
Right. And it's like, well, no, you can't have him do it. He has to tell somebody else to do it because that's a specialty. I'm like, yeah. so screwing that in as a specialty. Part of it is 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 downright wacky. Well, yeah, it gets wacky. It, it comes from wacky. a good completely place of like trying out. to protect it's the workers out. and everything, but then it does get wacky in practice. It is a uh, it is inevitable that it's going to get wacky. That there's going to be mm-hmm. corruption within the union itself, and that there's going to be a set of. Uh, um, perverse incentives sometimes and things like that like there's no way around it but it's yeah. also you imagine a world without the unions or whether it didn't yeah, i'm right the there with you but i, I know i mean you're playing devil's advocate but i, and I also well, i'm also talking sometimes. about the wacky the, the when it gets downright wacky yeah i think what sometimes bothers me is that like people sometimes on the other side will forget that the point of it is that everybody does well and not that uh, that like automatically everybody running a company is like this is a massive piece of shit, and all right. I don't know the way they right. talk about it, you're just like and the whole original idea is right like all the GM workers are like we want this we want that and then and then general general more I mean that you have to construct a deal where it's like so the company doesn't just go out of business right obviously you need to have some you need to have some kind of constraints and I suppose there yeah. are in reality but if the constraint is if raising the price of all streaming services loosens that constraint, then at some point people are going to go against mm-hmm. you. Yeah, they're I mean, going to stop streaming. People, this is how people get. This is how they turn people against the baseball union. Every time they raise the prices of tickets, they go, "Well, we have to raise the price of tickets because of these greedy players." And that's not <laughs> why they rose the price of tickets, but they have that as a plausible explanation in people's minds, and, yeah. and then they get all pissed off and they think. Oh, these guys are all overpaid and a bunch of whining babies. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you know, I'm glad for one that we have the weekend and things like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And our, our, our is that Eugene Debs? Are not is that who we have mines. to thank? Is it Eugene Debs? Debs, maybe. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like, and this is so obvious to say, but doesn't it seem like no matter whether they're unions or not unions or what deals are made, the people at the very top are doing just fine effortlessly, no matter what happens. Well, yeah, like that's the, the but, CEOs, but they are, whatever, you know. But they're they now have shareholders who say, "Well, a hundred percent profit is not enough, so yeah. we need to, and we have to, we have to, we have to run our business as if we were in a deficit, even though we're in a right. surplus, because mm-hmm. we and, want more." And, and furthermore, it is that. the CEOs <laughs> and other people's job to give those people what they want. Yeah, yeah. It is their obligation as part of the basic duty of their job to do that. So if someone's saying, "I want, we expect this much profit, not this much, but this more," mm-hmm. and they ha- it's their job to do that for them. It's not like they can just go, "Well, yeah, but we don't right. want to do that because you know people are kind of like not liking me right now." Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. I just you can't the optics do that. aren't great. It's not what yeah. it is. it's like being a you know defense lawyer. You have it's your job. You have to do it. You somebody yeah. they killed. They yeah. ki- okay, he killed his wife, but you're gonna have to do your best. Right. Yeah. And I know yeah. he's guilty. Everybody knows he's guilty. I just got to get him the Come best. Come up sentence. with the defense. Uh, yeah. the, the Twinkies. He ate Twinkies. I know yeah. I have three too many yachts. If I sold one, I could you know support a family for ten years. But but it's good. Well, I'm doing what I got to do. Well, as Dan said, we're glad we have the weekends, and without yes. that, we wouldn't have That's everybody's work. It doesn't work matter right the... now because I had to get up really early anyway, so I don't really. Ha, but ha, the point, but the, but, I really don't. But the point take is, us up against the, the right now. We wouldn't them. have the Loverboy song either. Everybody's working for the weekend. That's right. Or it would be a really weird song just about everybody's how you guys working. working on Saturdays. It would just stop right there. It says everybody's working. Everybody's mm-hmm. working. Uh-oh. 
Bada bum. I'm working my fingers to the bum. Only wish there was I really like that woman over there, but I can't ask her out because all we do is work. So I'm going to go kiss her while I'm on the assembly line. Work, 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 Lord's Day. Yeah. But you also work. And I get to have fun at church. Unless you were Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Work, 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 work. Just work every day. That's all it used to be. But that's also the history of the whole of world of the world. It's not like yeah. you took Saturdays and Sundays off in prehistoric times. Or, or you bring up a good point, though. If there were no weekends, would we get the Lord's Day off, and then Jewish people would get Yom Kippur and, and others off? Then you would then you would say, well, see, they do really rule the world, right? And it's the Hindus, all those conspiracies get the most days off. They do, I know. We, they we have an office. Ton, they have so many holidays. Yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. you're working with a company that has lots of workers in India, you, you get this all the time. They're like, oh, everybody's off on Monday. That's true. Or they're off yeah, in it... they're off in, in 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 Bangalore on Monday, but they're not off in Hyderabad <laughs> because Bangalore has a local holiday. And you're like, what mm-hmm. the yeah. frig? I don't know yeah. who's in Bangalore and who's in Hyderabad. Right. And then everybody's off for Diwali, and everybody's off for Holly, and everybody's off for all these others. And it's, it's, I'm glad they do. It's fantastic. Holly? I thought it was called Holy. Is it Holly or Holy? I think Whatever. it is Holy. It's H O L L I, and they throw paint, they and throw the paint L powder at each other. One L, Mike. One L makes you know it what? Holy. You know what? Holly. I've been there 10 times. Go fuck yourself, both of you. <laughs> Fair okay. Enough. I played cricket on the, on the mean streets of, of Mumbai. So you can go After fuck you yourself. After you go eight times you. to India, they go, you know what? You start, saying, <laughs> you start saying holy now. Take you you're, you're an honorary yeah. Indian. Yeah. Let the gringos say holy. You say holy yeah. now. Yeah, well. You're one of us. You and me were <laughs> the same. One of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> All right, well. Great stuff. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. What time is it? No, oh, is that an O? No, we're good, not saying good job, yet. guys. Because oh, I was going to ask Dan about this. Good stuff. Because Dan and I always love that moment from uh, A Mighty Wind as the Skeletons of Quito. The, mm-hmm. There's a great skeletons of keto moment in this clip. Did you see it? Oh no, no, you didn't see it. Well, no. I would have noticed it. So it's which one is Rand- Randolph? Is Donamichi right? No, that's Mortimer. Mortimer. Okay, so Randolph is starts in and you're from a broken home, aren't you? Yeah. It's like yeah, we were broke. He's like you were in drug deal and and, and look at the cop behind him. Senators. As soon as he starts going on his rant, the cop behind him goes it rolls his he- eyes. It's a total <laughs> skeleton of Watch it right now because That's it's the best. in Mighty Wind where they have to kill time. Yeah, and and and, and, and you can tell 15. it's one of those great movie things where I love this where like <laughs> Harry Shear, they somehow have very subtly depicted <laughs> earlier that he has this pet song and that it's like a and, and it's sort of a fringe song. It's important to him, but they're never it's not never going to be really part of the main act. But that it's yeah. kind of a baby of his. But they get this across very. Subtly, they get it. They don't have to talk about it. It's just that it comes up for a second, and you can tell that's the dynamic at work. So that yeah. later, when he goes back and they have to kill time, and he breaks into skeletons of Quito, and he goes, <laughs> "It was Spain. It was racked by civil racked. war." And then the guy rolls his eyes. <laughs> Your mind Michael goes McKeon. back to when they were setting up how they're not really going to do this song. It was just it's the funniest thing in the world when that happens. That's a great that's point because they've established that another time in a mighty wind and also in spinal tap. So Harry Shear is always the character that has a little too much to say. And they just kind of yeah, they humor him right. and let He's him got roll. Long winded. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 And like, it was, it was in the same one when they were listening to rambling. He said, I, I, I suggest we be bold. 
and come out with rambling. And they Rambling's said, rambling. do you not hear it? They're, they're right now just Currently decimating butchered. rambling. Yeah. So they just <laughs> – it's like I've had enough of your shit. <laughs> and in – and in Spinal Tap, it's when they see the the Stonehenge or whatever, or I think that was, and he's like, "So, are we going to do Stonehenge?" It's like, "No, we're not going to fucking do Stonehenge," <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It, or it was, it, yeah. they're like, "Enough." They, they they let him like just ramble on. Nobody so they've, knows I think that's a who they were, or where they yeah. Were <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those movies that since you didn't just nail the quote, Mike, we're probably yeah. going to get letters. People are, you know, you know what? That's it's like called, if you misquoted Caddyshack or something. Well, that's a marketing tool. That's like it's the customer engagement. That's right. I feel yeah. like people haven't. We're really drawing seen them in. Mighty Wind as much, and it's that underrated. People don't understand how good Mighty Wind is. I think because Best in Show gets all the all the accolades. Oh, waiting Mighty for Guffman. Wind is right I think there. Waiting for Guffman gets all the like the most accolades. Maybe does it? No? no, I think I think Waiting for Guffman was like shock value. Like, oh, that was really cool and like that was the first one yeah. that was very innovative and groundbreaking and then my then best in show got the most audience i think and they were like yeah, yeah was- maybe you're right oh, of yeah. course because of the great fred willard though <laughs> uh, oh my god my best in show is just it's amazing <laughs> to watch him in that, in that movie late great that's a good movie fred willard <laughs> oh hey speaking of caddyshack i have a follow-up from the very nobody, first episode of caddyshack of minute I, I mentioned Caddyshack very briefly. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> uh, from the very beginning of Caddyshack, we were talking about this. Is, it's been a running theme on our various programs that uh, the, 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 our relationship as youngsters and the, the hoops we would go through to acquire and view porn. Mm-hmm. And, and lately I've been going through, I have like boxes and boxes of VHS tapes of like, you know, just, you know, vacations, whatever stuff, so, you know, high go. school things, you know, Tommy Creepy Camp and things. And uh, I've been digitizing all of them to get rid of them. And <laughs> Dan's already hand. laughing. Just the fucking time on his hands. He has <laughs> that little I'm laugh doing it down, in the background. I run downstairs. down to the bad basement, put in a new tape, go upstairs, do He's some stuff. He's got a little lab downstairs with <laughs> high-tech microphones. He goes upstairs high-tech and microphones. sees his son. Hi, honey. What are you doing? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go downstairs and work on my project, and then we'll watch Raiders again for the 15th time. This is me making the same joke when I was 18. He goes downstairs. I'm here staring at Bill's. Anywho, that's to Creepy out. Camp 89. I'm looking for Creepy yeah. Camp 84. Yeah, okay, yeah, Tom, we're going to go collate ahead. these, son. Uh, no, so I come across this tape, which actually does have like a Creepy Camp. It was like a Creepy Camp tape <laughs> that I made for a friend of mine from Creepy Camp that I was going to send to him. And I'm like, oh, but it's only like 10 minutes long, this thing. Found so I'm porn. like, would I really use this entire tape, this entire two-hour tape for a 10-minute Fucking conversations thing? in your head. So I fast forward. Dan and I are just trying I'm to make fast forwarding on the tape. <laughs> and I'm like, there must be something else on this tape. And it goes to like you know, the Cat counter Cat. only runs when there's actually something on the tape. So <laughs> it like goes to like ten minutes or so and stops, but even though it's still fast forwarding. And like a minute and a half later, the counter starts again. I'm like, oh it's like when Richard Christie found the little blip on the thing and he realized that uh, yeah, the guy was, was my, farting on the yeah, was my, my <laughs> It was like that discovery and uh and I realize uh and I turn I'm like, Oh yes, I was I was I was like underground railroading a, a porn to my friend by fast forwarding an hour yeah, into the you tape left that, you left that blank on there. Bl- you, that snow that like five or <laughs> yes. ten minutes of snow we all Bill did nobody's gonna sit there and watch yeah. an hour and a half of snow we're, we're yeah. safe right yeah. yeah the whole it was like it was like the dark web that was the dark web of the time yes yeah right. yeah it was no web <laughs> yeah the, minus you know, the, the intellectual yeah the yeah, yeah the vhs <laughs> copy of yeah. of a yeah. christmas story ends and then you yeah. then you let snow go for ten uh, minutes, and then you uh, then you start uh, 
<laughs> then you start an hour of porn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And what's sad is, no, I assume there's no like, you know, there's no museum I could send this to or anything. Here, here's a here's an here's an artifact That's from so the days when this is how this stuff was. Uh, yeah, it's like when they find like a, the they find a like a. An ashen dildo at Pompeii or something. Right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. yeah. They find an old VHS <laughs> yeah. tape. Like, this is how they used to do it. It's like it's some a, people were in the middle like of the graffiti this Pompeii. Pompeii. They had yeah. graffiti in Pompeii, and it would be like it was like Comicus takes it in the bum. Like there was like really there was there was like all these like political uh, graffiti that was all about like Comicus takes it in the arse. Yeah, it, it is. You can look it up. Who, 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 whoever the the senator was of the time takes it in the in the shame yeah. cave <laughs> in, the, in the shit locker <laughs> in ancient ancient Rome. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Caesar likes it uh, more ways than one. <laughs> uh, but no. So wait, wait. Did you see it then? Did you sit and watch it? I did. I, and I, was it, okay, I have a sad question. As I remembered you. it. I have a question for you because I, I, yeah. I, was it more hotter and exciting because you, it's VHS porn? Yes. Did you feel yes. like yeah. the thirteen-year-old butterfly? Absolutely. Your- I would, was, I would on, on its surface, exactly the there was absolutely nothing special or outstanding about it. It was just by the numbers, whatever. And but fact, as you say, horrendous. because it was from <laughs> oh, yeah. 1980, whatever, mm-hmm. and it looked shaky. horrendous, and it was all wavy and weird, right. and mm-hmm. it was on VHS. It was fantastic. Those are like all outside signifiers of that you're that are still locked in your brain that yeah. you were seeing mm-hmm. that you were seeing illicit material. And, yeah, and, and you know you're, you see. <laughs> You like you know if I see that the that, that sort of VHS the way the the skin tone runs the colors run mm-hmm. the red lipstick is looking a little blurry. People are blue for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. I hope that's blue. yeah. It goes I wacky for a, for a second or second. two. Or they're blue for several <laughs> right, hours. Exactly. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, there's those things because I remember trying to catch you know trying to watch it on like you know, like cable and stuff and scrambled <laughs> porn and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Used to get Any the, little yeah. bit you can find. You yeah. And you're trying oh. to find like the, and you're trying to find like the most length of time where there's no interruption. So that would be your, your, yeah. Your, this is yeah. why you can't, your you climactic can't moment. If we, if we may be so bold, you're, you're, you're reaching your climactic moment and then it all turns blue and you're like, no, 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 yeah. oh, no, it's ruined. Oh, as much as I find the, uh, the, the whole other end of the spectrum, the L, uh, Las Vegas or Amsterdam level of like tawdry, uh, open sexuality, yeah. as much as I find that distasteful in a lot of ways. <laughs> You also yeah. look at the 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 the, uh, the 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 Muslim world, say, and I feel like this is you can't tamp down sexuality because it will all it will do is, in, is in, uh, sexualize smaller and smaller things. Yeah. So, so you know it's like like you said <clears throat> like you know you catch it. Imagine you're living in the Riyadh or so you grow up there in the 80s instead of the mm-hmm. you know and you catch a nipple for a second. It yeah, would be like it. It, that. Would be like the equivalent of watching like a ten-hour hundred-man bukkake, or just like a nose. You see a nose. Yeah, you know, or oh the nose, and then people or take the to the streets once like, yeah. they see that. You can't. You can't. You can't stop it. It's an unstoppable yeah. force. Yeah, it's true. And then and in those parts of the world, they take to the streets right away and protest. Yeah. Just ah, screaming. Me that people, you think know, it's that just they it's, it's either it's, they're either it's, chanting for more nipples or fewer nipples. No, literally fewer. the only basic urge that's important that we have, and people are trying to mm-hmm. stop it. 
Mm-hmm. It's most basic to our being. Shut it down. Shut it down. They're like, well, if we covered up enough, then we'll get to this other level of. And you're like, what are you yeah. talking? So about? there might be Dan. We'll there might the be some. Away. There might be a, a joke in there somewhere about like the early Talk dark web, and it was a VHF <laughs> tape where you had something wholesome, and then you right. had to endure ten minutes of snow and static before you got to the door open to the next. Yeah, I go. I go to uh, fast forward to the tape, and I get the little yeah. debauchery there, and that was yeah. that was the first. That was the that was, that the, was dark the first web. dark web. Explore but that after there that. Maybe be a Jordan there. Peterson speech. Yeah, <laughs> when he was a kid. Yeah. Or then it would be, then it would go right back to something wholesome, but it was like 10 minutes of just, you had to go through this, like this Corridor. dark tunnel of, before yeah. you got to the good stuff. That is a good idea. Yeah. Workshop. Should we do trivia? Yep. Yeah. Trivia? Okay, trivia. Oh, good. Here's trivia. Once again, yeah, from the do. Trivial Pursuit Booster Pack Hollywood Flicks. Oh, we Fox can actually see it now because we're on Hollywood camera. Fox. That's right. Uh, who is the first, again, these are all from like, up until 1989, so you can see how these are uh, weighted. Uh, who is the first visitor to show up at the mansion in Clue? I have no idea. Psycho. Uh, first visitor psycho. to show up at the mansion in Clue. I love this movie, Clue. It's a good movie. I only uh, first saw it like five years ago or something. Yeah, it's one of those. I don't know that people realize how cool this movie was. It's got a huge following for the right age group. Who if you were the at the right first? age when it came out. Was Tim Curry in that? Yeah. Yep. He was the butler. It's going to be, uh, damn. It's not Colonel Mustard, just, is it? I wish I remember. No, I don't remember. Mike was right. It's Colonel Mustard. Oh. That's the only one I remember. Don't ask me who plays Colonel Mustard because I don't remember. Um, what movie gives Eddie Murphy, we know him, the line, this is the cleanest and nicest police car I've ever been in in my life? Oh, that's Beverly Hills Cop. That has got to be Beverly Hills Cop, there, and it when is. And he's, he's in their police car. <clears throat> oh, this is a great movie. What does Rupert decide to do to talk show host Jerry Langford after being refused a comedy spot in the King of Comedy. You're basically asking what is the plot of the King what of Comedy. What is the plot of the King of Comedy, yeah. He kidnaps him. Oh, that's great. And tapes him great up. Movie. Mom! He takes over his show. I'm trying to do something here. I'm trying to here. do something here. <laughs> I gotta do this now! <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Okay, pumpkin. In- Pupkin. Often misspelled, (laughs) often mispronounced. Right. Uh, What 1982 horror movie has Tangina being hired to cleanse a house? That is Poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, Tangina. This house is clean. That's the little one. These pipes are clean. (laughs) What movie is that from? These pipes uh, are clean. Cabin Boy. uh, And how? (laughs) Uh, What sport is featured in Vision Quest? Is that Box, wrestling? No, wrestling with wrestling. Um, yeah. Matthew Modine. Oh, yeah, Matthew yes, Modine. wrestling. Wrestling. We got all these so far. This is we're, we're pretty good at this. Mm. Um, and what 1980 thriller has Kate Miller eyeing a handsome stranger in an art gallery? Oh, could that be um, the Eyes of Laura Mars? Oh my lord! With I have Faye no Dunaway. Idea. I'm going to say the Eyes question. of Laura Mars. Oh, it's not at all. It's Dressed to Kill. Mm. Dressed to one. Kill, Brian De Palma. That's a good movie. Maybe. Um, that could yeah. either be trivia or we could do another card. Yeah, it's up debatable. to you guys. One more De Palma card. has a name like you think it's going to be good. It's like Scorsese, De Palma. I like Scorsese, but De Palma's a hack a lot of But times. it's like, and what's the other one? What's the other De Palma one? Palma can uh, be, but he's got uh, some great movies. Coppola. It's like you think he's you think he's oh, in yeah. that group because it's, it's the Italian name. It's a little oh, bit Oh, he's foreign. one of those upper echelon 
directors. He was raised on movies other than Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He must be great. Give me another one. Um, Let's go another one. Another, another one? Yeah. Another? Another okay, one. another card. Here we go. All right. Uh, oh, speaking of De Palma, Ugh. what's the occupation of both hero and villain in Body Double? Photographers. Both hero and villain. Are they photographers? I don't know. Is that cover up? Oh, no, 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 no. They're... Uh, they're, they met in acting class. Ugh. They're actors. Body double's good. Body double's really good. Crisscross. See, people people point to him as a hack for that because he, you know, he borrows or rips off uh, Hitchcock so much. But still, yeah, he's always been cares. a Hitchcock guy. It but it's a good. If you do a good job, yeah. I just didn't like. What's that other one? The proof is in the pudding. Carlito's way. Carlito's way is not very good. Oof! What a fucking. I couldn't stand movie. his like. I I didn't like like Pacino's like affect. Like, cause he yeah. was given like the, uh, they gave him like the storyteller voice, bad oh, move, yeah. man, bad move. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Blanco um, from the Bronx. What Jacqueline Bissett bomb was hyped with the line. The bad news is she's his roommate's mother. What is that? Um, with Rob Lowe and you just delivered that people. like Neil Hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw on television. What? He was just on uh, the latest episode of What We Do in the Shadows. By latest episode, I mean... Voice. I heard you know, it's a great show, but because I, I really loved show. the movie, and I started watching the show, and it was good, but I didn't, for whatever reason, I was busy or so. I, I need to go yeah. back to... What We Do in the Shadows, great movie. It is. My son has not seen the movie, but he loves the show, but we should see the movie. Um, the name of this movie, I forget. It's like... Uh, I don't remember. Class. It was class. Mm. It was psycho. Nobody what knows. Werner Herzog movie gets its title from the name of South Americans? Oh, from the name South Americans give to the opera-loving Brian Sweeney Fitzgerald. Fitzcarraldo. Yes, which I will admit I have never seen. Uh, what high school employs Mr. Hand as a history teacher? Mr. That is Hand. Fast Ridgemont High. So I guess it's Ridgemont High. Ridgemont High. Ridgemont High. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, the, what century does Yentl take place in? What an 80s card. I, don't I never know. saw it's Yentl. late 1800s, isn't it? Oh, or is it early 1900s? The, so it's, it's the, I must be early 19th, so, or 1900s, because it's the 20th century. Yeah, so it's in the early 1900s. I never saw A lot of, like, fiddler type yeah. feelings to it. Um, and finally, hmm. what 1985 movie gave William Hurt the chance to play a homosexual? He was rubbing his hands together. Oh, boy, I get to play a homosexual. Mm, the peak of every actor's career. Yes. <laughs> Making that Bring beat. on the Oscars. Uh, that was uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. Have you or are you or have you ever been a homosexual? <laughs> or have you ever played one? I'm homosexual. Right. Yeah. No, sir. Right. My, you want your toes on the other side of it? <laughs> your valuable property. Uh, <laughs> one bar of chocolate. Uh, that was trivia, by the way. Okay. Yes. Okay, good job, everybody. Good job. Well one done. more thing good, for good, Dan. Good, good. Oh, okay. Go. This oh, is a right. baseball thing, Tom, so you can go ahead and start, uh, oh. start digitizing. You know what? Yeah, go downstairs and start, start digitizing. Packing up my stuff. It's already down there, so you can start digitizing. It's better be good. I'll tell you that okay. right now. No, I just has go. Christine on well, it and a Tom Petty video. All right, if Tom okay. just shuts up. So I'm just – Is yeah. this is just a, this is your opinion. Tom but Petty, I, the, I think, the porn actor. <laughs> spelled Tom differently. Petting. Tom Heavy. Tom, <laughs> Tom Petty, like petting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's it's, it's, it's one extra T. 
Um, like Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> Fuck all. No. Fuck you, all. Is it safe to say, <laughs> and the numbers kind of show this, that Shohei Ohtani could be the best baseball player we've ever seen? I don't know. It just depends on how you look at it. Madness. Okay, sure. He's a Japanese pitcher, sure. Dan. I mean, Tom. Who uh-huh. also hits the fuck out of the ball, so he they actually let him hit. Yeah. Oh, and he's leading. He leads the league in home runs. He's a pitcher. He pitched a complete game shutout against the Tigers the other day in a doubleheader, and then the next yeah. game he hit two home runs. Two home runs against them. God, so that yeah, should tell insane. you. And he's it a, sounds he's like a that can make agent. baseball fun. He's out of his mind. It's insane. It's insane. And he's a free agent. He's in his twenties still, I believe. Yeah. And who does he play for? Angels. The Los Angeles Angels. Okay. He's an angel. It's totally crazy. <laughs> no, it is crazy. It's I mean, this no, is. No, I mean, you know, Babe Ruth's probably, you know, Babe he's Ruth, a pitcher. Babe he's Ruth hitting better, but he, he, he's insane. He's just insane. But he's, he's a 301, a 301 average. He's, he leads the leads the league in triples. Homers. <laughs> homers. He's he got 39 homers, home runs. Pitches. Great pitcher. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's going to hit 50 home runs as it's, a pitcher. Yeah, you can't be a pitcher. And do all that. It's totally, no, I think at some point you teach insane. him how to play outfield, right? But I when his arm know, starts to slow base. down, then he just becomes a DH, right? He becomes a, a first baseman, or so it's probably yeah. a great. He's probably a great fielder if he's that good. Yeah, he's a pitcher's fielding practice. They're making they're PFP. making people now that are that are like freaks. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's shit. what I was gonna like. Yeah, are, is is this uh, is this like uh, chemical based? Is this uh, like back in the day it was like what Sammy Sosa mm-hmm. and the other guy, and there was the big battle of who was well, it? according to uh, Ted they Kennedy, had arms Sammy like tree trunks and okay. Mike McGuire and Sammy Sosa. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, but weren't they? Uh, they were all roided yeah, up and yeah, stuff, yeah, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah okay. they were. So some is that no, what's going on now, or are we somehow organically no, creating greater characters? Yeah, he's Japanese. They don't play. They don't do that shit in Japan. So he's a Japanese baseball player. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, and then there's. I think now it's just a, probably nutrition and training and stuff like that. There's a guy. It's interesting that there's room to like still improve, mm-hmm. like without crazy drugs and stuff. There's room to improve how yeah. people play this. Well, you're just good at game. it. Yeah. You see the ball, yeah. you hit the ball. You say, "I'm going to throw the ball there. It's going to. I'm going to throw it right there. It's going to go right there." Well, mm-hmm. throw it hard. There's a guy yeah. that there's a guy on the Pir- Pirates who's currently injured, but. O'Neill Cruz. I don't know if you've seen that guy. Yeah. The shortstop. He's 6'7. And for shortstop. He's a 6 foot 7 shortstop. I'm 6'7. Which is unthinkable. It doesn't, that shouldn't work, but it's because you get this crazy athlete and because you're in the Dominican Republic just training young athletes into, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If he grows up in the United States, there's 0% chance he plays baseball. Look at me. So I think that's part of it too. It's not that you're making better athletes; it's that you're siphoning talent in such a way that it's going in one direction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. That's all. Thank you. I wanted Excuse to get me. his thoughts on because I was Thank looking at the papers, that up. papers today. Yeah. That was salient. Thank you. Yeah. Good night to all of our patrons. Good night to all of our. Oh, we love all of our patrons, and we especially love uh, our buddies uh, Mark Campbell. And Captain Mm. America, Steve Rogers. Mark Mattis. Thank you so much for your support. They're supporting us over at uh, patreon.com slash ditch diggers, where you can get early access Mm. to the show. You can have your name read on the air. You can get postcards from us, all sorts of fun hijinks. Oh, Um, good. So check us out over there, patreon.com slash ditch diggers. That was also minute 18, I think. Are we wrapping this one up? I think we're good. Oh, yes. Um, This has been an excellent episode. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. we're good. 
Um, I think, uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy's gonna get arrested. It's gonna be a whole thing. We'll find mm. out I just shut it down. We don't need to talk We're shutting it down. Time. Thank you. Stop listening. The episode's over. Go home now. Unless you're already there. This was Minute Got 18. It down. Back for Minute 19. The end. Trading Places Minute. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.